I was able to find data for 2022 of Quebec net migration. And it turns out that the Quebec population actually increased by 150,000 people in 2022, which is about double of what the Quebec population usually increases, which is about 70,000. Hi, I'm Terry Schauer, and you're listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Hello, real estate fans, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Um, we're approaching to the end of the year, and I wanted to take a little bit of time to go through some rental statistics with you because, as you know, the CMHC releases their rent rental market report once a year. So we're going to be able to be looking forward to that in uh, the beginning of 2024. But we have some more recent data from rentals.ca. And, um, you know, anecdotally, us as people who are active in the real estate market, be it property managers or, you know, investors, we have certain experiences in the markets that we operate in, in terms of vacancy rates, in terms of rent growth, in terms of um, maybe changing demographics, in terms of who our uh, tenant clients are. But it's always nice to have that kind of anecdotal experience corroborated by some statistics, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a lover of science, a lover of uh, some good data. And so I wanted to just take a little bit of time to go through the November rentals.ca report with you as it concerns the Quebec and Montreal markets. Um, I want to also just, you know, highlight that a little bit against a few other data sources, which would be the CMHC rental report from almost a year ago, uh, as well as some interesting population growth data um, from the Quebec government, which, you know, again, in the beginning of 2024, we're going to be looking forward to some more up-to-date data samples from that. But, you know, we can still kind of take a look at what's been going on. So now the first thing you need to know about the rentals.ca rent report is that the rent report is based on data that is gathered through the website of rentals.ca. Now, rentals.ca um, tends to be more of like an upmarket rental site. And so especially in the Quebec market, which operates a little bit more through things like Facebook Marketplace, you know, some of those data will be different and rentals.ca tends to skew towards more of the high-end listings because those are typically the listings that appear on their website and that's the data that they have access to. But nonetheless, we're able to look at some trends and I find some of their stuff is super interesting. So um, when we're talking about Quebec year on year, we're talking about a growth of about rent growth of about 10%. Now, what I find super interesting about that is that when we compare that data to what's happening in Toronto, um, Toronto has actually posted a uh, decrease in rent in the past year. So I think their uh, average rent has gone down by about 0.8%. BC year on year has shown some growth in the condo market, but those markets are also beginning to decrease. So we have the Vancouver market that actually went down 4% uh, in November, whereas the Montreal market, uh, Quebec market seems to be doing quite well and increasing. Now, one of the things that I've noticed about the way that this data is gathered is that because rentals.ca tends to skew to more, towards more higher end units, obviously the price tags associated with those units are a bit higher. But um, perhaps their vacancy statistics are not as reliable as the ones that are offered by CMHC. And what we're able to see, although the data is one year out of date, is um, the last CMHC rent report um, told us that Quebec and Montreal had somewhere around a 2% vacancy rate. Now, that vacancy rate is kind of 
painting in broad strokes. But if you get into the data a little bit more, you actually discover that Montreal on island or downtown Montreal has a higher vacancy rate than the suburbs. So we're looking at like extremely tight rental markets in like Laval, South Shore, everything that would be considered Montreal suburbs. And those markets are actually at this point tighter than the Montreal core region. Um, the other thing that's really interesting is if, which unfortunately rentals doesn't give you, is by market segment. So if we're looking at, you know, condos versus middle of the range rentals versus, you know, affordable housing, the rentals.ca report really doesn't separate those categories uh, in a way that's meaningful, whereas the CMHC report is basically able to show us that the vacancy rates for affordable housing is way lower than what it would be on condos. And what the CMHC report is also showing us is that in terms of units that have turned over in uh, Montreal and in Quebec, those are the ones that have the greatest increase. So, I mean, I don't think there's really any uh, huge surprises there. I think, you know, we all know that when units turn over here because of our rent control situation, um, that's a time when they, the, the values tend to adjust upwards. So I think that's interesting. The other thing that I found kind of, uh, you know, relevant and, and noteworthy is that the uh, municipality that has had the second biggest increase in rental amounts in the last month is Cote St. Luke. The other thing that I find really interesting is in looking into kind of where some of this pressure comes from, I quickly pulled up some of the population growth statistics because it seems that the tightness that we're seeing in the, uh, you know, Montreal and Quebec rental market, some of it has to do with units turning over. But um, I have the sense anecdotally that there's a lot of outside pressure and we are also seeing kind of different tenant populations coming in, uh, even the, the types of new arrivals that we're getting are potentially changing. And so um, when I, I was able to find data for uh, 2022 of Quebec net migration, and it turns out that the Quebec population actually increased by 150,000 people in 2022, which is about double of what the uh, Quebec population usually increases, which is about 70,000. Enjoying the episode so far? Have you really been listening to the episode or has your monkey mind been taking you off in one direction or another? Our mental habits can be our biggest assets or our biggest liabilities as we pursue certain goals. For me, the biggest performance gains have always come from training my mind. In my book, Mindful Landlord, I talk about how you can train your mind and how you can apply some of these strategies to your journey in the real estate field. The book is available on Amazon and also on its website, mindfullandlord.com. Now I'll stop evangelizing for the power of mental training and let you get back to the show. And if you look at where uh, those increases come from, basically they're talking about a natural increase of, you know, just 2,000 people, which you get when you uh, subtract the deaths from births. So that's like a local population increase of 2,300 people. You have net interprovincial migration, which is actually negative. So in 2022, 3,000 people moved from Quebec to the rest of Canada. But then you have net international migration of 149,000 people, which is, you know, huge when you look at um, the fact that the population of Quebec is estimated to be 8.8 million. Um, having an increase of 150,000 is uh, really quite large. And I think um, when we look at what's happening in terms of the pressure on our rental markets, you know, you don't have to look much further than knowing that that's the population growth. And while this data is not available in uh, what the Quebec government released in the article that I'm, I'm drawing from, 
we know anecdotally that the vast majority of those incoming migrants are heading for the bigger centers. So definitely Montreal is getting a lion's share of that. And then the remainder is, um, you know, going to be coming through the pipeline in other bigger cities like, you know, Gatineau, Quebec, um, maybe a little bit in, in Trois-Rivières or Sherbrooke. Uh, but that really, that's where the we're going to feel that net migration in the most uh, uh, the most intense way. And, you know, I think this it should generally like bring us to a, a reflection also about what's going on with our construction industry, which is that in terms of replacement rate, we are not building, neither in Quebec nor Canada, we're not building at remotely the rate that we need to be building to accommodate all that additional supply. Um, actually, you know, anecdotally, interestingly, um, there's been some zoning changes that have come from top down in Ontario where, um, you know, the Ford government there has begun to force municipalities to issue building permits on changes, zoning changes for places that have or zoned for single family are now required to be zoned for the construction of additional units. So, you know, I think for those of us who are in the construction business in Quebec, uh, we're going to be watching very closely if our provincial government doesn't come down with some similar legislation to what's going on in Ontario, because, um, you know, the housing crisis has arrived in Montreal to the same extent that it exists, or not perhaps not the same extent, but to a similar extent to which it exists, uh, you know, a, a, across Toronto and Vancouver. And if our government is looking at addressing some of those problems, they're going to have to do that partly in terms of the zoning and building permit. Um, spheres where there's huge delays, a lot of red tape, and um, you know a lot of zoning that is not necessarily friendly to building. Now, the uh, mayor's office of Montreal and some of the other um, you know larger metropolises in Quebec is not super open or not super proactive about tackling some of those zoning issues. And I mean, I know, I think a lot of us in the industry would be very happy to see the uh, provincial government take a little bit more of a front seat in terms of forcing the hand of municipal governments to, you know, issue permits quicker and do something about the zoning regulations that prevent the developers from, uh, you know, building more to accommodate some of the pressure that there is on our front. So hopefully this has been some useful information. I know that I am uh, waiting with bated breath for the uh, rent report from the CMHC that's going to come out in early 2024. I'll be sure to do an episode on that when it comes out. I will probably be listening to that report at the same time as I'm busy doing my rent increase calculations, um, you know, that are going to come down the pipeline sometime in January. I will be sure to also flag that for you guys and, uh, you know, mention when it's time to start bringing out that TAL calculation sheet um, and then showing you a little bit how we we'll walk you through how you can, you know, do that calculation and submit the um, yearly increase letters to your tenants in a way that's efficient and that's going to get you perhaps, you know, more acceptances than you would otherwise have. So until then, I'm going to wish you happy holidays, um, happy rentals. If you have some vacant units, the golden, the silver lining, let's say for us as landlords is that, you know, lower vacancy rates make our jobs easier in terms of filling our vacant units and having a good tenant pool from which to pull. Uh, when we're busy vetting tenants. So good luck with that. If you have found this episode to be of interest, if you have found anything to be of value, please go ahead, like, subscribe, share, pass it on to a friend who you think could benefit from some of this data analysis. And uh, in the show notes for this episode, we'll be sure to drop a link to the CMHC report 
um, to the Quebec Net Migration Report and also to the rentals.ca website where you'll be able to find some of this data firsthand that I've referred to in the recording. So until next time, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, remember to give us a rating, leave a comment, subscribe, and share. You can find Terry at terryshower.com. Her book, Mindful Landlord, is available on Amazon. You can also follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. JP is the president of the Real Estate Investors Club. You can learn more about the club's networking and educational activities on Facebook by searching for Real Estate Investors Club. Look to the show notes to find information on our guests and links to material mentioned in the episode.